When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Watching the Throne is presented by Film Colossus, where you can find in-depth analyses of movies, such as how Legolas is the Kobe Bryant of Middle-earth, and why the night before is the ultimate argument for legalizing marijuana. Check it out at filmcolossus.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep it locked. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. I am sometimes mostly known as Chris, but other times known as Christopher Lambert. Um, yep, sometimes I'm known as Travis. Sometimes Travis Lee. Sometimes Travis Lee Bean. Sometimes TL Bean. Sometimes just Lee. <laughs> but today I'm just going to be good old Travis Bean, because that's how all the Throners know me. And... <laughs> <laughs> All you throners out there. And we are joined by a very special guest who you've heard her written words, but you never heard her actual voice. Well, unless you know her, then I've assumed you've heard her voice. I mean, that would only make sense. Uh, she is a person. She's sitting across from me. She's wearing a black shirt. She likes Kanye, maybe? We don't know. We'll find out. And her name? <laughs> Do you care if we say your name? No. Anazek. Hello. <laughs> wow. What? That, that was, was such a crazy build up. Intro. I know. Wow. I, I'm on the edge of my seat oh and my I was God. the one saying it. I know. Suki, in my actual voice, I would like to apologize in advance for my Minnesotan accent mm. and my <laughs> use of the word like and literally incorrectly. That's okay. We both do that. I'm aware of it. I know it's annoying. <laughs> I'm told I have a Central Illinois accent by my girlfriend, and I think it makes, like, I don't know, even know what that means. Yeah, never heard of such a thing. No. My dad kind of has a little twang to his voice, but, like, I have nothing. You both you sound Canadian don't. to me. Oh. Oh. I don't mind sounding Canadian. That's true. I wonder if Minnesota will eventually <laughs> rub off of me, and I'll start, you know, doing the Long whole, O's? Yeah. I know. It probably will. Probably. If I stay here long enough, then I know it's time to get out. <laughs> I'm gonna get done. me a. I'm gonna get me a Texan accent and a gun. Maybe a cow, steer, a ranch. Wow, you should get a cow. <laughs> I tried to press that when you said you were gonna get a gun, but you know. Oh well. Also, uh, Chris of a cow, kind of scary. Good point. <laughs> what uh? So, listeners that have for some reason listened to multiple episodes of this may now notice that we have a scary button which is pretty uh what's the word for it high tech no, I, was, yes. I was gonna go with scary i wanted you to hit the button oh, oh wait crap. oh do it again well i'll okay. cut all this okay, out okay, okay. do it again have your finger uh, on the button pray for me i can't even it's so ridiculous. We have a scary button, and the word for it's, uh... Scary. Yeah, that's the word for it. Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, well, uh. this is our, uh, what, our, our third story? Fourth. Our fourth, fourth. story. Mm-hmm. And um, as I alluded to earlier, Anna's been writing our uh, keeping updates that we have every week on the... Correct news episodes um because we like kim we're a big fans of her and this is this is what's going to make this story a cool is because i think typically with cool. very cool 
pretty cool, guys. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think there's the typical uh, attitude of Kanye fans to, like, even Kanye fans kind of hate Kim sometimes. Correct. I actually was anti-Kimye at the beginning. You were, you didn't want Kanye a part of her life? I didn't, and it's so classist That's interesting. of me. So you came, you came in as a Kim fan and didn't want Kanye disrupting that. No, I oh. came in as fans of both of them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But I was pro Kanye. I thought it wasn't a good right. idea for him to oh. be associated with the Kardashians. And why is that? I mean, at the time, they were a lot more fame hoary. If okay. you can even <laughs> believe I that. I cannot. Yeah. Um, and I just like, I don't know. I just yeah. didn't like it. Mm-hmm. one bit for all the same reasons that I think everyone else did. Sure. I feel like I didn't understand their love. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I bet a lot of people just saw it as like publicity or something. Yeah, and then she got pregnant so fast and right. I was like, oh, bad idea. Right. <laughs> but here I, was... I am and I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to somebody the other day that thought their marriage was actually a publicity stunt. A lot of people day. do. Like, they don't buy they it. They still think it? Yeah. I don't know how you could watch the show and still think that. I know. They truly have, like, natural chemistry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's very obvious. I get excited every time I hear her talk about Kanye, because you can just tell, like, the vocabulary she uses to describe him mm-hmm. is very, like, caring and right. concerned, and, like, she she gets what he's doing and what he wants to do. And I think what we see in Wolves is that he understands where she's coming from and what she has to do. They both... Mm-hmm understand the performance art aspects of life that they each take on yeah yeah and it's really impressive for her to embrace the life of pablo because this album is largely about his infidelity mm-hmm. and his struggle with cheating to hear her you know take on his problems like head on basically and like, yeah i don't know that's they they do a lot of interesting things and they clearly support each other yeah, it's really interesting. So I, ugh, this is so embarrassing, but I've seen every single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and every single spinoff that they've had. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. What are the spinoffs? What, what are those? Okay, they, uh, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami, okay. two seasons. Chloe and Lamar, two seasons. <laughs> okay. Courtney and Kim, yes, uh, Take Miami. Okay. Two seasons of Courtney and Kim take New York, and okay. one season of Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. Is Courtney in every one? She is, because Whoa. they all revolve around them opening a new uh, Dash store. Okay. And she's the president of Dash, supposedly. Oh. But anyway, so when she was married, when Kim was married to Chris Humphreys, right. that was on Courtney and Kim take New York. Right. And it was it's really interesting to see the dynamic of their relationship because there is one episode where she Kim was saying she didn't want to move to Minnesota, which is where Chris Humphreys is from. Oh, right. Yeah. And he was like, why? In five years, you're not going to be famous. Like, no one is going to be, like, paying attention to you. And Kanye would never no. say that. He truly, like, believes in her brand maybe more than she does. And yeah. is so supportive. Totally. Yeah. Huh. It's just interesting. I I like, can't believe Chris Humphries would say that. Yeah, she I know. made that bitch famous. I know. He was like <laughs> four years ago. You just like were a clerk at right. a store in the valley. Like that's what his attitude was like. Right. He, I think thought Fuck that guy. was stupid. I know. Oh my god, he was the worst. I hated him so much. <laughs> well, so for someone that watch has watched every episode of the Kardashians, how much do you think something like that kind of conversation with Chris is part of the? stirring the pot drama and how much do you think that's like him saying that to her that was like truly just an aside mm-hmm. like just kind of a throwaway comment right. and the thing with him was he had like no filter and he would just say stuff like this so i right. think he genuinely meant that mm-hmm. and i don't think that they were using that for drama at all yeah, which I is think, uh, even more sad yeah totally Probably the duration of their marriage shows that there was probably communication issues right. between the two of them. How long did they date? They dated for six months. They met, got engaged, got married, and got divorced all in the same year. Oh, wow. 2011. So I guess that's like why a lot of people were, if you're a Kanye fan, you're kind of like, why are you doing this? Like, she's mm-hmm. obviously somebody who's just like grabbing attention. And I'm not defending it, but like, I 
maybe that's where they're coming from. Yeah. And for the record, I do think there are aspects of the Kardashians that are problematic. Well, like, I don't sure. think the fame warning, but, like, I do think they appropriate black culture and don't mm, give it any credit. Like, I, they're always taking things that, like, the um, boxer braids and stuff like that. Oh, right. That have been part of black culture for so long mm. and not giving any credit or, like, they're the ones that make it, quote, unquote, trendy. Right. <clears throat> That's I, interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. And Chloe, she truly sometimes acts like she's black or just, like... Has this attitude, mm. like, because she was married to a, a black man that she sure. can just say certain stuff. And I'm like, you absolutely cannot. Although I'm at the point where I just defend everything Chloe says. I know. I love her. I She's love my her. favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> She's the most real. She is, by far. Yeah. Oh, I um, thought you were going to hit the scary button. No, I wasn't. I have to, I have to make sure. Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> um, so, I guess we should get into... Your story, yay, though. That's why we're here. Correct. Story, story time. time. Yeah. This, the yay, though, in your story, yay, is kind of a Kim yay. Like, it's not just Kanye. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of your relationship with Kanye probably has to do with Kim. Mm-hmm. Although I have been a fan of Kanye since the very beginning. Okay. Do you remember the first time you heard Kanye? <laughs> it was on the school bus. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, like, it must have been when I was in the 10th grade, and the like my bus driver um listened to like the urban radio station at the mm. time b96 mm. shout out it no longer which your exists. parents wouldn't let you listen to <laughs> no that is untrue <laughs> <laughs> that is untrue and um they would always play jesus walks okay jesus walks yeah and that was the first one that i remember hearing and i was like yeah this is good yeah. so i think at the beginning i was yeah, I was like, yeah man. <laughs> right on yeah <laughs> Yo, bus driver, turn it up. <laughs> Yo. Start a chant on the bus. Like, Jesus walks. Pretty much. I like that. Is what happened. I feel like everybody's first Kanye kind of song is Jesus Walks. Well, that was the first it was single. A, yeah, big radio hit for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. It's so crazy to me that he wanted New Workout Plan to be the first single. It is crazy. That would have not gone well, I feel like. No. <laughs> like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> like, No. You could tell he loved it because he like made a video for it and everything. And oh my god, just so I weird. about that. Yeah, that was like, weird. I, I say free ninety nine. People are gonna love that shit. <laughs> free ninety nine. Oh my god. Although I do love the little skit that opens it. Uh, I forgot about uh, that. So your first impressions were pretty positive then when you heard the single. Did you start? When did you start listening to Kanye's music on your own, or first get a download, or buy the album, or? So I always bought the albums, but I feel like really? yes. Oh. Yeah, I've always listened to him, but I would say I was more of like a casual fan. And So you casually bought albums. You were always buying music. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I bought them, but I was downloading oh, them oh, on I like LimeWire okay, and gotcha. stuff like that back in the day. Okay, I understand. Okay. Yeah, and so I always like listened to it, but I wasn't as devoted as I am now. Sure. Partly because I think... Like, when I was in high school and stuff, social media, this makes me sound old, but I'm not. <laughs> but social media just wasn't really around. Sure. Even the internet like, wasn't what it is today, really. Yeah, you had, yeah I was dialing up on AOL back then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, DSL was like, whoa, yeah. you're rolling in it. <laughs> um, so I wasn't as like familiar with mm. his message. Like you only really got that if there was a profile of him or something. Yeah. And I wasn't like reading Rolling Stone that much when I was 16 years old. Right. Were you ever part of the kind of backlash? Were you kind of like, oh, this guy's a dick? Okay, I did watch um, the VMAs when he interrupted. I was watching when he interrupted what, Taylor okay, Swift. Okay, what album was out by then? That was... Right, so oh, 808s was already out. It was. Okay. Yeah, this was... Must have been either 2009 or 2010. Okay. Um, and I totally thought he was a dick. Right. I was like, this poor little girl, blah, blah, blah. And it was really awkward to be watching on live TV. You watched it live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was like very confusing. Mm-hmm. I remember like, so, what is going on. So like from that point, you're, you've downloaded the first three albums. You're just like on board. You've downloaded even, you liked it awaits at the time? I did. I wasn't as into it. I remember I was like, oh God, this could be like the downfall of Kanye. Oh, now, really? <laughs> honestly, real talk, because of your guys' podcast, I revisited 808s and I'm so obsessed good. with it. It's so good. It's so Hell good. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> I did the same thing, even though I, I mean, I, I've always loved 808s. I was, well, I've yeah. always loved it. Recent, I would say in the last like couple of years, I've grown to love it, but now I kind of realize that it's on the level of his like yes. great stuff. I always liked it, but I never like went back and listened to it really. No. Like even when I did, I just did. But now I feel like doing this podcast and realizing like the narratives he's building, it, just, it is all there. And mm-hmm. it's like way more interesting to me. But that's, that's cool that you liked it at the time. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people like, like that became a make or break point. Like mm-hmm. that happens and you have like the, Taylor thing it's just like okay I'm, I'm done with Kanye yeah I mean the Taylor thing happened but I, was, I never thought it was like that serious you I know? remember Which the time I was defending Kanye I was like sure. Beyonce should have won she absolutely should have <laughs> single ladies is an iconic music video I couldn't even tell you I'm a Taylor fan but I couldn't right. even tell you what music video she won for it was um, was it love story yes love okay story. so the bad news is I can't tell you <laughs> <laughs> but that video is completely boring and cliche yes and there's nothing special about it no so, and then Kanye about his whole thing is, like, he wants awards. He thinks award shows are important. He thinks they have, like, a chance to, like, yeah. promote, like, real art. And he, when he sees that happening. I mean, maybe it doesn't excuse what he did, but I remember at the time I thought, just had this weird feeling in my back of my head, like, everybody hated him. And I was just kind of like, I kind of think he's right, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept thinking that. And then my, like, roommates confirmed. I was like, maybe, like, it's okay to feel this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, I uh, when that happened, I had never really listened to Taylor Swift. I was into, I liked 808s, but I still wasn't like a Kanye fan. So I right. was just, I thought it was hilarious when he did that. <laughs> it which, was, yeah. Like who does it's that? It's hilarious shit? and like, like kind of awkward. It was really awkward because no one knew what was going on. Right. Yeah, it was feel kind of bad for Taylor because like she won, she should be able to go up there and like accept her award like anybody else does. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone always agrees with whoever wins what award. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, but. And then she was just standing up on stage, and there's that like really long shot yeah. of her, and it was really <laughs> yeah. awkward before they cut to commercial or whatever happened. But now what Taylor's been up to lately, I kind of don't mind. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> she, I mean, good for her for leveraging that situation or taking advantage of it. But at the same time, she's not forthright about that. No. I have Love Story playing. I've never watched this music video. And I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. It's just... I mean, it's very derivative. Yeah. It's just like a is it, 90s, like is it, teen high school movie yeah. condensed into like three minutes. Oh, and she was, it, I mean, like 18 or 19 at the time. Right. Is it because it's just like a period piece and they have like period clothing? No, in their high school, isn't it? No, that... Oh, that's the video I'm thinking of. Um, that's You Belong With Me. Oh, that's the video I'm thinking of. Yeah. Love Story My is, bad. it's literally like a Romeo and Juliet oh. situation. Maybe maybe that's the one that won then. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought the high school video one was the one that won. They're both bad. That's, <laughs> well, I can't speak on Love Story because I don't know what it is, but I uh, She is just wearing like a corset and this huge ball gown mm. and... I mean, it's just her videos are so better basic. today. Yeah. I oh no, I get, I get why it won. It has layers. It starts off with them at a modern high school, and then it goes back to uh, historic times. So it's comparing then and now. That's a, a, a hey, updating Shakespeare blown. is like a big deal. <laughs> Great point. In the high school setting, that was like what the '90s were all about. Yeah, yeah. clueless. That's, no, uh, that's not Shakespeare. Oh my god, that's <laughs> no. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. <laughs> I just found out that's Jane Austen like two weeks ago. I had no really? yeah, fucking idea. Know. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it isn't really. It's not as obvious as some of them are. You're right. Yeah. 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 Not like ten things I hate about you. No, not like that. Mm-hmm. Well, so when uh, when did you first dive into your Kanye like fandom, and you're just like, I adore this music. I really like this guy, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Mm. And I um, studied abroad in, like, the first half of 2011. And that album came out at the very end of 2010. Mm. So I had downloaded it. And, like, again, at the time, especially in France, um, like, the internet wasn't what it is now mm-hmm. and you couldn't really like download music unless you bought it on iTunes which I was like no so I just didn't <laughs> have like that much music when I was studying abroad right. so and that was one of the albums that I did have 
Um, and I just listened to it so much. Right. And I would just like walk around Paris and just like have that blasting. And out loud. You had like a little boombox. Out boom box. loud. I had a boombox. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. But Radio Rakim. Like where he recorded it. Right. And um, I also am like hugely into fashion mm. and Paris fashion was going on when I was there. And I would like stalk the shows and right. stand outside. And that was when he was going to a lot of fashion shows. Right. So I was always trying to like get a view of him. Never did. But some, you never caught a glimpse? Never did. But oh. some of my friends did. It's a forge. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, I mean, nothing brings me back to like a very specific time in my mm-hmm. life than that That's album. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just such a masterpiece. It really is still my favorite. Yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. By far. What, what were your thoughts then when Kanye announced that he was doing all of his fashion stuff and you saw his first mm-hmm. fashion show? This is, if I could talk to Kanye, this is something that I would love to talk to him about because... Oh, we'll get him on the show. Yeah, we'll make sure yeah. you're there. Great. Perfect. I think we'll carve out like an hour or two for the fashion part of the discussion. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be like 10 hours, so... <laughs> Only Ted. Only Ted. <laughs> oh, Pastoria just just walked in. Lauren Kelly, oh, everyone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fresh off a run to the liquor store. You're not recording yet. Oh, we are. Oh. You're just part of this episode now. <laughs> this is real life, guys. By the way, you know when you're listening, this is, I'm speaking directly to other throners here. Okay. Um, you know when you're listening to a podcast and you're imagining like where they're recording. Mm-hmm. Just a quick little aside that we're sitting in Travis and Lauren's apartment, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It has brick walls. It's two stories. We're sitting in their kitchen, which has granite countertops and a, <laughs> and a dishwasher. NBD, guys. Dishwasher is a, a must. It's a must. I won't, I won't even entertain the thought of living somewhere. That this is a bougie fucking place. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll take it. Now you have a great visual. Yeah. Also, they have stickies on their fridge of the American flag. Yeah. We're not fucking <laughs> around. Nope. We celebrate America. It's hardcore. Yep. We're going to drink some PBRs and watch Rocky Four while we're at it. Or some boxed wine. Yeah. And drink some boxed wine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just kind of an everyday thing. <laughs> oh, so what's uh? if you could say one thing to Kanye? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about his first fashion line, and he... Hasn't really talked about it that much. I was on board with him. I think he has, like, huge talent and vision. But his first line was just executed really poorly. Like, it really was. It was – the fit was sloppy. The hemlines were uneven. Um, Like, it just didn't look Hmm. good. You just mean objectively no one could have said, like, this looks good? I I mean, the ideas were good and they were fine, but the – Fit and just like the construction was objectively poor. Hmm. If you really look at it. I feel it. like, but couldn't you say that about like an amateur filmmaker who like puts together something that is technically sloppy and not what like your average movie maker would do, but like, like that gives it personality and that make, and the vision is still there. Like, I don't know. I think oh, that I think fashion think is different, different than that. I think that it's okay if you, um, take conceptual ideas in fashion or a theme right. and it just doesn't really work but um like there have been a lot of examples with like mark jacobs for example in the 90s came out with a grunge collection before sure. grunge was out and he got fired for it right because people are like this oh. is bad but now it's universally acclaimed it's right. like a huge moment in fashion mm. but at the end of the day the clothes still have to fit well right they as they're fit. intended to sure. they have to fit as they're intended to so my example would be like you made a great movie and put it on a this it doesn't fit in a DVD player. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, that makes exactly. Sense. Yeah, and when, I think too, like he didn't. Um, I think now he blames that he's a celebrity, mm. but I think of Victoria Beckham, aka Posh Spice. Spice. And yeah, and the Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley, mm. both have fashion lines 
that are very well received and mm. respected. But they um, started off very small. Right. The Olsen twins, there was one t-shirt. And Victoria Beckham, it was a tight collection of dresses. Sure. Um, and that's not Kanye's style. Right. He went big. He had a fashion show immediately. That's not very common. Usually you start off with a presentation mm-hmm. or editors come to your showroom and look at it. Right. Um, and he started with inviting every single person in the fashion community, this huge production of a show. And I think you kind of have to deliver if you're making this huge statement. Sure. And he just didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, you're talking about, uh, Travis, your movie experience, too. That would be, like, somebody making this really rough movie and then having the leverage and power to screen it in, like, 3,000 theaters right. across the country. And mm-hmm. people are like, why is this... Right. Like, it's fine if he wants to make movies, but this should be something that's, like, a stepping stone, not something that's getting this grand. Yeah, totally. If Kanye had probably come out with these clothes in a smaller, as Anna's saying, like... Uh, situation or followed the typical path, probably right. people probably wouldn't have been as uh, condemning as they were. Yeah, but that's also my thing about Kanye is I think that's what makes him great is that I think that's the difference between him and somebody who will never reach his level is you when you when you're like a rock star when yeah. you're somebody that wants like you have to overreach you have to reach for great mm-hmm. you have to it when you reach beyond things sometimes that means like you like you missed that and you pull back something like unfortunate but like because he does that he's able to reach those amazing heights he eventually gets to you're right but my question also would be he had a second collection and the problems persisted the same problems persisted another misstep do you think I it guess. exists on the wait so the second one is that the madison square garden or is that three no he had with his first collection mm-hmm. he had he showed twice okay the first one had fit problems, and the second one did too. This was like the, his original right. line, gotcha. you know. So the Madison Square Garden is that is that three? No. Nope. So he okay. had um, those two with his original Kanye okay. West collection. Then he had that. He's had three with Easy. Okay. Um, the first one, God, it's really eluding me, like what that one was. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was when he debuted Wolves. Okay. Remember? And then the third one was Madison oh, Square Garden. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The second and one I was think, New York Fashion Week. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think the ones for Yeezy have all been great. Okay. And they've been well-received. I mean, they are what they are. It's not like mind-blowing clothes. Mm-hmm. But he's executing what he sure. has set out to do. Sure. And they're like cool and fit well and everything. Yeah. Right. So I that would be that's... my one question. He's never admitted that that first collection didn't really work. He's never he said, wouldn't. he wouldn't, but wouldn't that be, in, I mean, why not? Yeah, well, he, as somebody, he does own up to things a lot too, so that is kind of surprising. Yeah, and he's always, he is, like with Yeezus, ranting against the fashion industry mm-hmm. on a lot of things I agree with, but I also would want to ask him, like, you had an opportunity, you had this huge stage, and it didn't work. Right. So, I mean, you can't, on some level at least, blame the fashion industry for not being like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. every single time we'll totally. greet you with open arms. Totally. <laughs> Just my um, opinion. <laughs> uh, it's good to get it's good to get somebody's take on the fashion stuff because I remember when the clothesline first came out. You know, you have so many hot takes in the moment where people are just throwing out opinions on things. It's it's been a while since I've heard somebody talk about. <laughs> that first line and how it looks and what it means four mm-hmm. years later. Right. Like, as you're saying with Mark Jacobs' grunge line, like, it took years for people to be like, hey, that was an iconic moment. But at the mm-hmm. time, people were probably like, what the fuck, Mark Jacobs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not so much an iconic moment for Kanye, though. <laughs> it no, would be interesting not... if in 10 years we were like, wow, that's so underrated. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was just looking at the the clothes again, and there are really like weird fit problems, but I still like a lot of the elements to them. Yes, so do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's like, like it. yeah, cool, and I like the furs, and mm-hmm. the shoes are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about the shoes. My giant microphone was blocking that portion of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think that Yeezus really opened my eyes to um 
also like the elitism in the fashion industry. I was always defending the fashion industry and I like believed in kind of how it was set up Mm -hmm. and Yeezus really did blow my mind open about that. And I was always like, oh, well, like when I found out how much of Yeezus was about fashion, Mm. I was like, God, this is just like kind of trivial. Right. That's what I thought. And now I can really see how like it's representing a whole lot more Mm -hmm. you know sure um so i really 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 like that a lot that he's trying to get at the um like you said the elitism but not just like the fashion industry is only one example right of that sure like there's everywhere and i think Mm -hmm. he's just i mean that's a big part of his music too exactly Yeah. yeah that is interesting and then uh what did you think when life of pablo came out well, did we cover Yeezus? The oh, album? so I do want to say about Yeezus that actually what's interesting about Kanye, having been a fan for so long, is that not only like are the albums, like when you go back and listen to it, they're about such specific times in his life. Right. You know what I mean? Like they just represent such a specific time. Yeah. But they also represent like a very specific time for me too. Okay. So when I go back and listen to any of them, I'm like, oh man, this reminds me of blah or mm-hmm. whatever. Just like I'm sure it does for him too. Yeah. So Yeezus came out after I graduated from college and I was kind of like floundering around. Mm-hmm. You were a nomad. I was a nomad, guys. <laughs> Wandering the country with your little... Stick and bag. <laughs> that was a hobo. Yep. But <laughs> I was like working internships. I had finally gotten hired on where we work now. But I was mm-hmm. like, what the actual fuck am I doing? <laughs> and right. like all those interviews that he was giving at the time and like the passion and the anger really spoke to me like I needed that. Mm-hmm. And I would just like watch those So interviews. you were on board for Jesus. A thousand percent. Okay. I would like watch those interviews in my tiny little office mm. during my lunch break right. at our old offices. That's Travis awesome. and I work together, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Side note. A lot of Kanye discussion goes on throughout the day. So much. <laughs> um, I'm really jealous of this. <laughs> <laughs> you and I talk about Kanye constantly. We have a show where we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Doesn't true. mean I don't want more. Yeah. That's true. Great there could point. always be more. Yeah. Um, and that's when I really was like a thousand percent on like Stan life. Yeah. I just, I got his <laughs> message. I was on board for every single one of his, what I do like to refer to as motivational speeches during his concerts. Mm-hmm. Other people call them rants. That's just rude. I don't mind if they call it a rant. Me it neither. I also was supposed to be at the Minneapolis concert. Uh, we oh, all share a connection. I know. All four people in this apartment right now. <laughs> still sad about that well chris isn't here it's spirit yeah thanks for counting me (laughs) i feel like you're here i feel like you're like always just like like on my lap or something just like right with me ew (laughs) right around the corner staring at you um well that's interesting i mean you probably didn't think it was better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy though or probably still don't I still, I feel like this is such a basic answer, like, right. it's, and it really annoys me that's my own answer, but yeah, I do still It's hard like, to, honestly, it's hard to argue, I think, because my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasies, from front to back, is just impeccable. Yes. So it's hard to think, like, things can be better than it. I know. <laughs> um, but then, one thing I wanted to ask, though, does, do you remember when, when Kim and Kanye crossed for you, is that something... You mentioned you kind of struggled with it, but did it affect like what you thought of Kanye's music at all? Actually, what I'm extremely obsessed with, like when I'm bored or it's late at night, what I like to do is research the history. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. We talked about their history I before know. the show. A mm-hmm. very, uh, it's been rudimentary. We don't really know. Yes. Okay. The history of Kim and Kanye's relationship. and Because they've known each other for 10 years. Right. <clears throat> and they had dated in the past. Mm -hmm. And what I'm most obsessed with is, so in 2010, Kanye was with Amber and Kim was with Reggie Bush. Mm -hmm. And Amber has said that they were cheating together, Mm. Kim and Kanye, which I a thousand percent believe. And I also love Amber, (laughs) by the way. Um, So then they broke up, Mm -hmm. those two couples. And for a while in 2010, Kim and Kanye got together. And she went to Chicago with him. And um, he was, like, at her birthday party right. and stuff like that. He, little known fact, 
wrote, like what ended up being Lost in the World, Mm -hmm. um, those lyrics were a poem that he wrote to Kim in an email. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you're my angel, you're my devil, blah, blah, blah. Right. That was Holy shit. Yes, and that was And he wouldn't have been Kim. with her when then, right? No. All so right. it's so like that makes sense for yeah, the end of that album. Exactly. So it's like they were cheating on each other. They broke up so they could be together. Right. And then something happened to make them break up. And then she goes and marries Chris Humphreys. And I like need to know what that was. Yeah, absolutely. We need to have a, a, a special where we just cover their timeline. Yeah, really I just to figure it out. I'm really obsessed with trying to figure out their timeline. Maybe we'll have Kanye on the show if we can get him here. It should only take, this, like, yeah. five, six hours of his time. And in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, their wedding episode, mm-hmm. um, they had this dinner, and everyone was going around and telling stories about Kim and Kanye, and Lorraine Schwartz, the jeweler, mm-hmm. who designed her engagement ring, was telling the story about how years ago Kanye wanted to marry her and came and, like, started to design a ring and stuff. Really? Yeah. Which <laughs> is just crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, it sounds like something you would do. Yeah. Man, the fact that we could piece together their relationship histories like this puts into perspective all the more the famous video. Sure. Yes. Like, we know the intimate details of their lives. Yeah. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And I love Bomb, too. Oh, by the way, another <laughs> note about. Oh, I guess this is in my top five, though. Whatever. Okay. About my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. Is that if I have a wedding, which I don't really want, nor am I, <laughs> like, engaged, um, I want to walk down the aisle to the interlude from All of the Lights. Okay. I like that. It's so beautiful. beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just thinking about what the song leads to it, though, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. But, like... <laughs> like having, a, having like, not? some violins play the, play the music? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it happens. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I would be, I wonder how much of, I wonder if the breakup was caused by something like Kanye cheating, and that's where a lot of the inspiration for Life of Pablo comes from. It could be. I mean, mm. I feel like you can't sing about the stuff he does in Life of Pablo unless it comes from a very deep personal place. Like, I feel like that's all he does. You're so right. he's probably had problems with cheating. I mean, when you get to that level, it's hard to not become a monster and uh I yuck, just... yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> look at our boy jay-z oh i lost the connection what? i know <laughs> um yeah that's a really great point like jay has beyonce the queen bitch and don't even just, get me uh... started you're a bay fan i'm a huge bay fan too queen bay <sighs> Um, and then, what were you yeah, saying? Life of Pablo, right? Yes. That's where we're at. Oh, and man. Yay or nay? A thousand times yay. I know, I gotta say it. I, <laughs> oh, I got know it. what you think. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. He's asking for. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you saying yay or yay? I'm saying both. Yay okay. to yay. Okay, gotcha. Yay to, yay to yay. yay. So on board with Life of Pablo. Obsessed. Well, not everyone is. I know. Actually, you're right, and it still just confuses me. <laughs> I just don't understand. Confuses me how there are dumb people in the world. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, I mean, I feel like at work every day we were checking to see if it was out or just like tracking the progress. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when it was called Swish? Remember when it was called Swear to God? So help me God. So help me God. So help Excuse me, God. me, everyone. I think it had another <laughs> name too, didn't it? Waves. Waves. And then Life of Pablo. Waves was very short-lived, I think. Yeah. I loved all day. Which I love only one still. Oh, I cried well, so hard absolutely. when I, I was actually. That song. I felt like at the time I was one of the only people that actually liked only one. I know. Everyone was like, "It's so corny." Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they sound like to me too. <laughs> when I first heard it, I thought it was really cheesy, but I didn't realize the perspective. I thought mm-hmm. it was just him singing about like North, and then when I realized he was singing from the perspective of his mom talking. It has layers. About, yeah, I was just like, oh, shit, that's much more, Jesus. Yeah. Like, impressive. But <laughs> even if it was just him, like, just the affect of his voice and, like, I don't know, everything about it, like, works for me on a sonic level. I, I love listening to it. And the video is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh. There's a video? Yeah, it's of North and Kanye together. I feel like together. you never know about Kanye's videos. <laughs> Who directed it? Spike Jones. 
Is it really? I, I kind of thought so. just Kanye did. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. He directed yeah. it on I've an iPhone. This. He shot it on an iPhone. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I could see Spike Jones doing that. It was, oh, God, you guys, I'm so sad for my own self, but it was on an episode of Keep Me Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> did they premiere it there? They didn't, but they showed behind the scenes. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. He's had some, so he did that with Spike Jones, and then he had the mm-hmm. uh, all day, I feel like that video with. Um, yeah. Uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Go Kanye. Yeah, he's killing it. Kanye, indeed. Yeah, I'm also going to the uh, St. Pablo tour. So pumped. Same concert. Same concert. Excel Center. Yeah. <laughs> Cried so hard listening to the album. Uh, songs still make me cry. I'll be driving oh, yeah. around and Ultralight Beam will just get me. Absolutely. Oh. I feel you. I honestly, and this is just. A more previews for the Waves episode. Waves gets to me hardcore because I, it Ooh. makes sense to me why at one time this album was called Waves. Because I feel like so much of what Kanye is going through, his tra- his trajectory on the album, dealing with cheating, like I feel like that's all represented in Waves, like amazingly. Mm-hmm. And that song really gets to me. Yeah, I agree. It feels like the, he just sounds so desperate to me. That song, like he wants like to be loved and like find like that comfort. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Ugh. Question, you guys. When you listen to Kanye, do you find yourself listening to the newer albums more or the old stuff? New Kanye versus old. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> I um uh, there are bits and pieces I like. I think Freestyle Four is an immense improvement. I don't like it when he did the feedback. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Oh no, no. That's album, not my albums. question. Albums. Oh, yeah. my like, bad. do you find yourself listening to the newer albums or like the old? Like eight oh eight on or graduation. I'm talking like to graduation college dropout. college dropout, yeah. I don't even listen to the old ones. Neither do I. If I do, it's graduation. No. Same. I'll listen to single tracks from the mm-hmm. original ones. Like I still really fuck with Gold Digger, um, yeah. and some Ooh. other tracks, but uh, it's down. mostly yeah. mostly eight oh eights on through Life of Pablo. And recently, it's just been like all Life of Pablo and Jesus. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Those are the only two. I, I feel like we're such with. anomalies. <laughs> yeah, truly. We were just listening to. Uh, I think it's okay to mention this because they seem fine. There's another uh, Kanye podcast that's out now where they. Have like a bracket of all the Kanye songs. Oh, that's interesting. And they think college, like they think college, it doesn't get better than college dropout. A lot of people yeah. do. And like these are like hardcore stands who have podcasts about Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there are single tracks that are good, but there's a lot of them on the older albums that like aren't my fave. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. There, there are. I don't want to be offensive not here. So much duds, but <laughs> yeah. like just a lot of like whatever songs mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I think a lot of those Still. first three, like a lot of the tracks from the first three albums adhere to the standards that people have for music. Like they want clever lines. They want like mm-hmm. catchy beats and hook and refrain. So a lot of what he was doing was maybe a step ahead of what everybody else was doing, but it was still very much in line with what everybody else is doing. It wasn't until 808s that he was really like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm going to start doing the kind of art that I want to do. Mm. And maybe it was that he needed to make those albums in order to learn the rules that he needed to break. Sure. But that could be. It's or like to literally like get permission from his label too. Maybe. Yeah, true. Like if he had tried to release Yeezus as his <laughs> oh first my God. album. I wouldn't oh, want him shut to down. at the time. Yeah, like, true. Like he needed to get to where he was to release something on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think he probably did the smart thing of balancing commercial and mm. establishing like reputation and building brand to the point now where he's like, all right, everybody going to take this pink polo off. And <laughs> right. now yeah. you're going to have to deal with the real me. Yeah. I, yeah. I brought up to Travis like a couple of days ago, like remember how Kanye and Lady Gaga were going to go on tour together? Like that is just yeah. unfathomable now. Right. 
Yeah. They don't even make sense together. They don't even, yeah, they never work together. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Although we haven't talked about this, it is official that Chance will not be on the St. Pablo tour. Truly devastated. It's, yeah, he's doing his own shit. What the fuck's up with that? I don't know. Maybe it's a publicity stunt and he's just going to show <gasps> up. That'd be so cool. No. Probably not. Probably they not. S- and good for him I that think- he's going on his own tour. Yeah, I, it's really good for Chan. I'm being selfish as to, like, why is he on tour with Kanye? But, but also, why is he on tour with Kanye? Exactly. I mean, Kendrick was, like, at a similar level. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kendrick was much more popular at the time he went on tour with yeah. Kanye than what Chance is now. Yeah, they were both, I mean, they're both huge. Like, they yeah. both have the potential to, yeah, be on tour with Kanye, for sure. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's good for Chance. Yeah, but Kanye still hasn't... I wonder who it's going to be. I know, right? I can't even guess anymore. Me I neither. I don't know. If it's Big Sean, <laughs> I hope I'll, it's not gonna... Q. <gasps> oh, God. Unless Wait, he's going to come big... out. I'll just be standing in the merch line, <laughs> buying everything. <laughs> Wait, what if it's Big Sean? What would you do? Oh, if it's Big Sean, that would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. I okay. would love that. I would obviously be singing along hardcore. As... But you wouldn't love it? I would not love it. Big Sean is terrible. I like Big Sean. I know you do. <laughs> I think he, uh, I think his whole immature stick is on purpose. I see, I don't. Well, even if it isn't, he does it really well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think there's something interesting about it. We've never really talked about Big Sean, but I think there is, and I would make a case for it. Wow. Like about I, his, it, wait, what's the issue going on? His immaturity? Yeah, he's kind of, uh, like, what's that line? He's like, I make your father's figure. Like, he's just, like, at this weird, um... <laughs> I mean, every one of his lines is stupid. But, like, great. I love it. <laughs> I don't fuck with you is, like, my motto in life. No, it's not. Ultralight beam is. I don't fuck with but you. But stupid in, like, a way of, like, he, it's just young arrogance. Like, mm-hmm. everything. And I feel like if you're gonna do it, like, do what Big Sean's doing. Like, every single line, like you're saying, is, like, out there and crazy. Like, it's not, like... When I listen to something like from Tyga, I just think that's like straight dumb. Like I think it's like a boring kind of dumb. You're right. Whereas Big Sean, I'm like, I don't know. There's something about it to where like he's literally embodying like this guy who is like, like like it's Kanye, but like in this like really stuck in like a 13 year old's body. Mm -hmm. Like somebody who thinks he's the shit and doesn't want to hear anything that doesn't that says otherwise. uh, But like you know, coming from some young, immature kid. I don't know. There's something really interesting to me about all that. How's that kind of arrogance and uh, differ from Jay-Z's kind of arrogance that we deride on a episode-by-episode basis? I guess with Jay-Z, it's more of like, I don't know. Because I guess with Big Sean, there's more... Like within the songs, like I feel like I can follow. There's more of a narrative. Whereas Jay Z's kind of just like talking about things in his life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like I had to read Decoded to figure out what the fuck he was talking about half the time. Mm. Like I don't. I feel like I shouldn't have to do that to understand the song. Hmm. Okay, so you're saying that Jay Z's too complex for you. He's too. And complex. Big Sean is at your reading level. Big Sean is like so obviously <laughs> dumb. I think Jay-Z takes himself really seriously. I wouldn't say uh, J- Big yeah. Sean takes himself seriously at all. Oh, that's interesting. See, I I feel like he does. I think that's the image he has to put off, but I don't think he actually oh, does. I would be interested to I think out. he I'm essentially plays research. a character. That's what I find right, interesting yeah, right, about right, right. I think Jay-Z is just... He Jay-Z just is not Jay-Z. playing a character. Absolutely not. No. But I don't He's think hope. Big Sean is either. Yeah. And well, by the way, you guys, I really like Jay-Z. I have no argument for why, which is a real problem when talking to Travis. <laughs> but if there are listeners out there who every week rage at the Jay-Z news, much like I do. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I am a fellow Jay-Z fan. All right. No, I, I like Jay-Z. He's fine. Oh, yeah. that Your voice just went in an upper register that like has He's never... He's really good on Monster. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I love yeah, Blueprint 3. Jay-Z's all right. He's great. He's okay. Chris and I both love Blueprint 3. Man. I love Blueprint God. 3. So good. Guys, no. <laughs> People think I'm ridiculously dumb for that. Correct. 
Well, Travis at one point was listening through all of Jay Z's discography, like yeah. starting from the first CD yeah. all the way through, and I was reading like, the book. Bro, when you get yeah, when you get to Blueprint, oh, that's when you were reading the book. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to Blueprint three, like I'm interested to hear what you have to say. He's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hate it. And then he, then he loved it. No, he's like, I think Jay Z is just doing something so interesting. I mean, Blueprint Three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that that's your argument. Yeah. His energy is <laughs> on a different level to me. But uh, yeah. Well, Bottom so, line, uh, we don't know who's opening for Kanye. No, and we'll hash this big shot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think well, I'm right. What uh, what are your top five Kanye songs? Wrapping okay. up. The this story. was so impossible, truly, and. <laughs> I actually found that a lot of mine were similar to Lauren's. Um, so I tried like not to completely <laughs> choose the same hey, if ones. That's what it is. I do have to is. say, this is in no particular order, but New Slaves okay. for sure. Okay. Interesting. It's just so great. The intensity. Mm-hmm. First five songs to me are, or first six songs, well, first seven songs are impeccable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But what, I remember back when I was listening to this album for the first time, the first five songs were just like, crazy and yeah new slate it was so important to like that build up yes yeah yeah definitely um all of the lights as i said i would like to basically <laughs> walk down the aisle <laughs> so obviously you like that song. <laughs> um what else ultralight beam okay like oh man that song is just so important to my whole life it right. just summarizes like everything that i feel and think and like my worldview i'm not that i'm a, i'm not very religious pretty much at all but i still just relate to it so much and on what level like beaming beaming okay for sure but also <laughs> just when there's so much bad stuff going on in mm. the world which 2016 has been a real shit show it can be like, very it's... difficult to be like optimistic about humanity and not dwell on all the bad stuff sure you know what i mean and i feel like this song really gets at that just like staying in the light yeah and <laughs> it pretty much embodies like just music wise and production wise. yeah so. exactly so it and can just get like, you feeling better yes yeah. and just like approaching things with love still mm. and not necessarily like looking to god even for me but just like the positives or, I don't know. Well, I think that's an important part of the song. It's not about God. Mm-hmm. It's about finding, like, what inspires you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just love every single part of it. I, I love <laughs> Kirk Franklin's thing. It just, like, gets me in the right headspace. And, of course, you're a Chance fan. Huge Chance fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved the SNL performance. Um, okay, that They're was so happy. three. I just say Streetlights has become a sleeper hit for me. Mm. It also makes me cry a lot. Mm. There's not, like, a lot of Kanye songs are, like, I don't know, very specifically to him. But this one I just relate to a lot. Like, when you're just in moments in your life where you're like, oh, man, things are real shit. (laughs) And you're just, like, not, you know where you want to be, just like it says, but you're not there yet. Mm. And just his emotion in his voice in that song, you just feel it. Sure. And I like been there myself. Chris and I are big fans. Are you really? Oh yeah. Streetlights, yeah. Yeah. I, when that song when I have a eight oh eights on in the car, I'll get to streetlights and I'll just end up looping streetlights again and again and again and again. I've looped streetlights several like times, yeah. Yes. Fifteen times. Yeah. Cause it's pretty short too. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, I'm not done with this. <laughs> I need to listen like, to this at least seven more times. <laughs> Oh well, man! Talk about it's weird because it embodies so much hope and also so much like right sadness that like your fate's sealed. I don't know how it simultaneously like appeals to the like romantic notions in me while also mm-hmm. appealing to like the woe is me like depressive notion like aspects of my psyche. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, doesn't it lead into bad news? Like that's. To me, the sequence on the album is amazing. Yeah, it's either so, bad news or coldest winter. Well, either one. Either it's one. Like, I know. I think that's very purposeful mm-hmm. to have like that kind of that hopeful sort bad of news. like, yeah, and then to go into bad news. Like, I feel like I know. he's very conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, I feel stupid for having ignored 808s for years. Yeah, that was truly scary. <laughs> Excellent work. <laughs> Okay, my fifth one. This is 
truly impossible. You know what? I might have to say Bound 2 as a Kimmy fan. I mean, okay. Monsters uh-huh. up there. It was like a three-way tie between Monster, more like a five-way tie. Monster, <laughs> Runaway, um, Famous. I love Famous okay. a lot. But Bound 2, I freaking love it mm. so much. I mean, as a Kimmy like super fan of course i feel like i gotta love it i love one good girl is worth a thousand bitches it's true <laughs> i mean <laughs> i was like thanks kanye i really am <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah i would uh i mean for a long time bounty was like my least favorite song on Jesus. it doesn't really like fit in i mean uh, kind of does i think it but... does but it i mean sonically it kind of does actually it's kind of like a different direction but i think purposely yes yeah yeah it's like um because jesus is so harsh then you get to bound two which is like so like musical yeah finally (laughs) yeah totally Mm -hmm. you know what song i also Uh, really like that is like a stupid quote-unquote stupid kanye song is good life i like good life welcome to the good life yeah it's it's such a fun one yeah the video is great yeah I mean, it's a great summer jam. This 4th of July, consider blasting it. Mm, doing it. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> nice recommendation. Nice recommendation. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was really hoping you had, uh, as your fourth song, Flashing Lights. That was actually and... in my five-way tie really? at the end. Flashing yeah. Lights? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you got all the lights in there. I love all the light songs, yeah. I you really like do. all the lights, or you like all of the lights? Both. <laughs> okay. Both. I do I would like actually, Flashing Lights a lot. Remember that music video? It's a good one. Oh, it's like a half it? music video. It doesn't do the whole song. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I need to watch that now. God. So I much know to do. I nothing of Kanye music videos. <laughs> you hadn't seen Black <clears throat> Skinhead before we did that episode. No. It's crazy. No. I'm out of the loop. I just need to have a day where I sit and watch all Kanye music videos. <laughs> I feel like I always discover new ones. He has yeah. so many at this point. Also, you know what we recommend is going back and listening to Kanye guest verses. Travis and I were doing that at work this oh, week. Yeah. If our employer is listening, we do work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just motivates me. Yeah, exactly. But um, specifically, uh, Beyonce's song Ego. It's very good. Yes. He has a great verse on that, the remix. Also, Knock You Down, mm-hmm. which is a Carrie Hilson song. Talk about rando. With Neo in it. Um, the music video for that, if you're looking for some A-plus Kanye acting, mm-hmm. like, this is what's it's up. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. What was the British woman's video? Oh, okay. Travis had never heard of American Boy by Estelle. I don't know what? I know. I still, I listened to it and I was like, I've definitely never heard this. What? I, I was just like, were you living under a rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh my god, that's when I, I was listen. a hobo. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I uh, I just radio was not. It wasn't even that I like actively rejected radio. I was just like, it just was not something. Not I was part aware of your life at all. Wow, like, I had no idea. That's my favorite Kanye feature. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I was living in Australia in a hostel with a bunch of like Europeans, and that song came on one night, and they had me dancing on the table. Oh my being God. like the American boy <laughs> I was the only American there <laughs> and then they started calling me Yankee <laughs> could be worse yeah Thank it's you. certainly center of attention. yeah yeah uh, yeah that song's great oh, have you uh, All Your Fault any thoughts on All Your Fault is that the name of the song we're talking about no, no that's a uh, that's a big Sean Kanye oh oh love it jinx <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm just a huge big Sean and put him and Kanye together and I'm there. That sounds awesome. I do agree. But I couldn't take myself seriously if I was like, not that I do take myself, this is stupid, I'm shutting up now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a big Sean episode. We, well, we talked we about having protege episodes. Oh, that'd so be one great. one would be for big Sean for yeah. sure. Good idea. Oh, can't wait for the Cuddy one. Oh boy. I, I'm also defending Cuddy, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course. All right. You you play defense. I'll play offense. <laughs> okay. I'm on board. I'm just going to use clips from Comedy Bane Bane to show how funny Kid Cudi is. And I'll use clips from Speeding Bullet to Heaven. And <laughs> from all of his albums. Oh, my God. Except for the first one. Ew, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Against him. I like the first Man one. And the moon Me had too. some good parts, though. Well, so is there anything else for uh, Story Time? 
Story A time. <laughs> story A time. You know yeah, what? I think I got it up. all out. Yeah, that was your story A. Wow. Front to back. Oh. I feel Thanks. cleansed. Thanks for sharing. All right, we're closing My pleasure. the final page on this story A. The end. Well, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> um, we're also going to do, I guess we're just going to go ahead and do a news episode now, too, so you can look forward to that. Correct. Yes. Soon. Yes, we are. <laughs> Tomorrow. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And then we'll have another story A in two weeks, right? Ooh. Yes. Yes, we will. We're going to do it. We'll, uh, we'll it announce the guest oh. next week. Mystery. Can't tell you. Could be Kanye. Could be a random throner. <laughs> Ooh, you know what would be cool? Try to get Amber Rose. Yeah, I trust me. If I can get Amber Rose, I can choose the other. Mm. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I should have just called her. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks for reminding us. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. Well, until the next episode, which Bye. is in a few seconds. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.